Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. and salutations <laughs> we got a few guys in the chat already what's up guys from ryan Dahl, mark bersani scott butcher in the house reese melvin richie martinez brad mr. Hicks. hicks mr hicks just just brad hicks i get just... to fish with brad this weekend i'm excited i'm sorry i mean great for you <laughs> Oh, Butcher's making fun of your chin beard, dude. We were talking about that before uh, we started. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's just, just sorry, everybody. Just take it in, take it in. It's like this is true. You know, up here in you know in the northern Illinois, it gets a little cold in the summers. You know, uh, you know it's like 80 degrees something, maybe in the high 70s. You know, having a good neck beard keeps you nice and level, like even keel. <laughs> that and this thick cotton shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, welcome, everybody. Obviously, we got an epic guest in the house this evening. The king of river fishing, Mr. Drew Gregory himself. We'll get him in here. Uh, but I know there's some folks tuned in. Uh, we have the winners of the bracket tournament, so we're going to announce that 
at the end. So if you filled out a bracket for our uh, online bracket tournament, we got like three grand worth of prizes to give away this evening. So we're going to announce that this evening. If you're tuned in, please click that share button in your lower left-hand corner. Let's build it up. It's Drew Gregory. Come Ooh. on now. Who? Drew. Drew? Drew Gregory? Put him on. Just put him on. <laughs> there we go. Drew oh Gregory. Oh, my God. It's Drew. It's like magic. <laughs> it is like magic. What's up, guys? How you been, brother? I'm good, man. We just got off the water. I am back here, believe it or not, back just two weeks removed from being on the Susquehanna River for the Hobie Bass Open Series tournament here. And, uh, you know, I have actually have a, a guide trip. I'm guiding this guy uh, this weekend. So we came a little early with a couple buddies, Dan Mullane, Ken Morris. You might see them causing some ruckus behind me at some point in the show. At least they, they have a they talk a big talk about they're going to walk behind and mess my entire yeah. show up. But <laughs> I doubt you're going to see them at all. But anyway, we're over well, here in the having a good time with the Airbnb. And they're all eating some food. I'm kind of jealous because we just got off the water. And the pizza just got done. And they're all chowing <laughs> down. And I'm sitting here on the podcast. But it's all good, man. You know, it'd be funny if they like all of a sudden just like a piece of pizza just comes out of the side. You take a bite, gets pulled back. <laughs> you, know, you could have Ken do it. Have Ken do it. I, I nominate Ken. Yeah, Ken do it. Or I just get slapped with a piece of pizza. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm just gonna start licking it. I'm like, oh great, thanks. <laughs> nothing. Different, different kind of podcast, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it clean. I know, this is a family yeah, show. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, man. Uh, you've got a lot going on in your your world, man, and we want to dive into some of that. And uh, but first and foremost, man, how are you and the family? You know, dealing with the you know Corona and everything, man. Everybody healthy? Everybody good? Yeah, everyone's good, man. Uh, fortunately, we you know no one's been obviously exposed to it, but we've had a lot happen to us during this whole COVID thing. Like everybody, you know, we're not alone, man. Like people have gone through so much. And uh, to me, it's kind of been kind of cool because it's kind of helped our family almost create like a new chapter. You know, we I can get on all the details, but, you know, it's it's going to be a long story. But basically, we, you know, we sold our house in North Carolina, but it took three or four contracts to get it done. It took forever and, you know, switch careers, which we're going to talk about or switch companies I work with. And, it, you know, it's just been crazy, man. A lot of other crazy stuff's happened to us personally all it sort of feels like a plague sort of hit us all just at one time right. but like i said a lot of people have been dealing with that and, and god is good man we got through it the lights at the end of the tunnel and honestly man if you guys haven't heard this story i don't know where it would be i know i've said it on a lot of podcasts and places but i lost my job in georgia and i thought i was devastated it was the worst day of my life and it was a dream job i was right near my uh my niece my nephew and my sister and brother-in-law my parents all right there. I had a first bought my first house, a view of the mountains. It was gorgeous in Dawsonville, Georgia. And I lost that job in it because it was just an interim job. And I, you know, I, anyway, I thought I was going to get the full-time position. I didn't get it. And long story short, it, it I was comfortable there. And I would have stayed there. I'd still be here today. I'd probably be there today. I probably wouldn't be fishing for a living. And I moved to um, South Carolina and I like to call it, you know, Hey, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but I moved there and got a job at a different university and because it was in the middle of nowhere. All I did was kayak fish and it helped me continue to grow my brand and my name and realize, holy cow. When I look back now on the day I thought was the worst day of my life and I lost that job, like God really had a, a better, something better for me. So even when I went through the tough time with my family, my wife and our little boy, Theo, in the last, you know, six to eight months of just really tough times, I've kind of just remembered and leaned on that 
thought and knowledge. Last time this happened, God was trying to get me to a better situation, a better spot, even greater than I could have ever imagined, which was fishing for a living. So now what cool stuff does he have in store for us? But uh, anyway, it was definitely tough, you know, going through it. We're, we're still kind of coming out of the weeds, but that's kind of what's happened with me. And uh, hopefully you guys are doing well also. Yeah, man, uh, we've been good. And I'm glad you brought up Theo, man, because uh, I uh, saw a photo you posted up today. I'm going to share this on the screen here, man. This is pretty killer. That That's a that's a photo of a million words. Uh, any comments on that? Dude, that's awesome, man. It's, it still feels weird that like I'm a dad. You know what I mean? I still feel like I'm a kid, and my wife probably thinks like and still is like, dude, you're you gotta grow up. You know, <laughs> I just have to play and have fun and just be a kid and whatever. She deals with all my weird idiosyncrasies that doesn't have to do with that. But to think that I'm a dad, like this guy's learning and watching and seeing everything I do, and like just being able to take him and, and share him the love for the outdoors and the passion that right there is drew gregory like just perfectly that the, the, just the awesome. joy and happiness but it's also kind of what we're going to get into a little bit what i've learned more and more about crescent kayaks that summarizes crescent kayaks really well to a t it's adventure it's family it's fishing it's all of the above it's sharing it with everybody you can even see my mother-in-law in the background there yeah in a, in a crescent ultralight I, I mean that's that's what it's all about like you said so that's kind of it's kind of pretty cool to have that memory just captured there. So I'm excited to get him into fishing and hopefully he'll love it as much as I do. If not, you know, he's his own own dude and he can do what he wants. Right. Watch out boys and girls. Yeah. We've got a new Gregory on the, on the war path. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. No, I saw that. I wanted to share that up tonight. So I, I hope that's all right. But uh, yeah. I thought it was a very cool photo and uh, something that definitely needed to be shared, man. Absolutely. Thanks buddy. Yeah. No sweat, man. Hey, that's what brothers do. Right. <laughs> He's like, well, man, I mean, you, uh, you got a lot going on, dude. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I've had a few thoughts about it, man. And, uh, we definitely want to hear what you have to say about it. But, um, you know, uh, I know Mr. Butcher's in the chat here and he always does the question of, you know, who's on your Mount Rushmore and your name comes up a ton. Um, with your involvement with the Kusa, Jackson kayaks and things like that, man. And now you've kind of stepped away from Jackson, going to Crescent. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't an easy decision, right? Um, no, no. So, I mean, why the switch? I mean, if you can go into it and, and all that good stuff, man. I mean, it was just for both parties, it's just the right time. You know what I mean? When you... I, I may have said this on Scott's podcast recently. I, I, maybe I did. I don't know. But if you go on a date with somebody and you're looking to, you have the right intentions, you're looking to get married, be together forever. That's your intentions, And that's what you want to happen. doesn't sure. always work out. Maybe that's not the right fit. doesn't always work out. But my God, to go 10 years with a company and do all that we did together and accomplish all that we did. And I would say, you know, Jackson Kike and I changed the industry. I mean, we really Absolutely. did. I couldn't have done it without them. And and I'm sure they probably said they couldn't have done it without me. You know, obviously, like the the high low seat was my idea, and some and you know rod tip protection and some intentional standing platform areas and storage. You know, specific storage places, lockable hatches. You know, whatever anchor, uh, wizard with the gear. Um, sorry, the drag chain shoots. A lot of little cool things that were very intentional for fishermen that have never been done on a kayak before. And I'm really proud to have that as part of you know my history, and very thankful to Jackson for you know, the opportunity they gave me and they just believed in me because the problem is when you go to a company, uh, you know, you can't just say, 
here's all my ideas because then they could they don't need you so they had to just trust and believe that you know what we've seen what you can do on the water with fishing and your ideas we we just trust that if we bring you on board you're going to give us the ideas to make it work and and we did we made it work together and it was an awesome 10 years so nothing but positive things to say about them we had an awesome run but in the end it just was the right time to kind of part way just just split up part ways you know do our own thing and that's fine you know uh, people change businesses change and there's no problem with that and i love everybody over there and wish them the best and they make some great stuff and and the team there was incredible and did so much good for jackson and for myself and so um you know much much love to them and and i'm just all about positivity in the whole sport and the whole industry so that's what we're about man that's awesome dude i mean we've uh we've been rooting for you man i mean it's it's exciting to see you change things up and i i mean i know there's a lot of chatter and a lot of buzz about it right now um and the big question is is what's coming you know what what's drew gonna do now um i mean i know um you and crescent have a pretty good relationship you guys have been chatting for a while man um so what's on the docket, man? What what sure. what kind of juice can you give us? All right, I can give you a little bit here. So I'm the director of specialized fishing kayaks. So if you just can you know, at least take that title, you know, whatever. We don't really care about titles at Crescent. We're just kind of laid back and whatever. But for the external world, you know what I mean? For my signature on an email, whatever you want to call it, director of specialized fishing kayaks is what it is. So, you know, they're going to be a little bit more intentional, a little bit more technical, a little bit more specific and you know, as opposed to the current line, which is very much just, you can make them intentional and make them specialized. You can build them up because they've got the gear tracks. They've got a lot of cool things. You can sort of DIY, customize them yourself. But the stuff that I do is going to be very much more just intentional and specialized for, you know, certain applications. And and we're a smaller company. We don't, you know, necessarily have to sell a million kayaks or whatever. We're just trying to do, we can maybe take a a few risks that maybe we don't sell as many kayaks because there's certainly a sweet spot. We all know, you know, in the industry as manufacturers, there's a sweet spot with length and width and that gets more people in your kayak. And if you want to sell the most kayaks, then honestly, you probably need to stick to the more of the sweet spot, honestly, but we have a little freedom. And that's the biggest word I'll say with Crescent and with uh, James Durbecker, the the owner and founder, you know, he brought me in and partnered with me the same way he partnered with uh, Tom from Solo Skiff. So Solo Skiff's one of the, the boats that, that Crescent distributes and, and manufactures. And basically, he just gives me the freedom because his skill set, he knows, is not like fishing, but it's the manufacturing, it's paddling, it's, a, it's the area of paddle sports he loves. And I'm very much more specialized and intentional, you know what I mean, technical and a little bit more uh, hardcore on, on what I do with the fishing stuff. So basically, I have the freedom to do what I want with my line and he's going to help me build it and design it. And uh, I mean, unless it's some crazy, crazy idea, I mean, he's pretty much just give me the freedom to say, look, you know, best, you know, better. And as long as we can make it repeatable, manufacturable and make it where it's, you know, the right price for the consumer, then, you know, we'll do it, man. I just believe in you. And that's really cool. But to have him just believe in me and let me just kind of run with it and go, it's, it's incredible, man. I just feel so, so good having this opportunity and so blessed. So I can't thank Crescent enough for the opportunity and, um, you know, just excited, man. That's huge. That's huge, man. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can't be more excited for you, dude. I mean, it's, uh, it's good to see you excited about a new project and, uh, really jumping in there. And not only that, having, uh, 
some creative input on that, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's that's kind of what it's all about. I mean, it's it's what I did for a long time at Jackson. It was very successful, and I'm excited to just uh, you know be able to to you know work with Crescent now and the whole family, the the company over there. It's just a a small little engine that could, man. If you guys know James uh, Durbecker, I know you all are friends with Scott Butcher, and Scott had him on. So if you guys want to go watch Scott's um, podcast. If you want to learn more about Crescent and who um, you know James is, you can go check out that podcast, um, and you kind of learn a little bit more about the family and what they're all about. It's, it's you know, if I had to sum it up, it's like I said with that photo. It's about paddle sports, not just fishing. It's about all paddle sports. About you know the adventure, about getting family out there, and all the experiences you can have. Because let's face it, you know, I know you two guys feel this way. If you never got introduced to kayak fishing or kayaking, your life wouldn't be the same, you know? And, and for me, it sure. changed my life. It kept me out of a lot of trouble when I was in a stage of my life and I was younger that I probably should have been getting into more trouble, but I was so uh, addicted and obsessed with just getting out in the wild places and river bass and catching all these fish. It kept me out of trouble. And I just fell in love with it, man. And God's creations. That's sort of what I love uh, about Crescent and the family there. They're just all about the adventure, you know? So it's, it's a cool fit. Totally agree, man. I mean, I, fishing, you know, kind of did the same thing for me, man. I was in a rough point in my life and uh, found fishing again from, you know, being youth. And that probably kept me out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, let's be honest, but um, dude, that's awesome. I know. Um, so a couple, couple questions floating around in the chat, man. So is there any projected timeline on when the new Drew Gregory series is going to launch? You know, the problem with saying a certain date, for example, is if you don't hit it, then you got to... Everybody gives you the, ah, yeah. But I mean, you know, I would just say, you know, like you know, possibly next year we can have something out, you know? So let's just see what happens because here's the thing. I don't want to put it out until it's right. And one of the sure. you know cool things that, uh you know, our former CEO at Jackson Kayak, Dave Olson, said to me when I first got to Jackson, he was like, do not let this boat leave this factory until you're 100% proud of it convinced that it's the right you know otherwise we'll just keep taking our time and getting it right if it takes another two or three months it's worth it to get it right you know what i mean what's two to three months in the grand scheme of things the kusa right. the original kusa still sells today and so we got it right you know what i mean so i think that's the plan with james we're going to get it right and we're going to just make the best product and hopefully we can get out uh next year at some point we'll have more information about that you know i'm sure um maybe our coming through our dealers, you know, so you guys can check out the dealers on the Crescent website. They have a dealer locator to see whichever one's close to you, but a lot of cool new stuff, you know, not just my, my products, a lot of cool new stuff coming from Crescent. So you guys go check it out on uh, crescentkikes.com. And uh, they're just uh, a good brand. I think uh, made in the USA at the right price point. So here's, here it all starts now. <laughs> Got the whopper plopper, like right in front. <laughs> Those hooks are yeah. sharp, bro. Easy on yeah. Drew. <laughs> yeah, careful. Plop, plop till you drop. Don't stop. Let it plop. That's what I say. Hey, Ken, get the pizza, dude. Get the pizza. <laughs> yeah, get the pizza. You guys well, I, plop till you drop. Don't stop. <laughs> well, I think that's a great point that you made, man. Like, you guys are going to wait till it's right. I think we've seen a few times in the industry um, when some things have gotten released early and then epically failed and then... Uh, yeah. It did nothing but a down, downward spiral. So it, it, it's cool and it's great to hear that you guys are going to really take the right approach and yeah. get it right before it's uh, launched out into the 
public. Yeah, that's yeah, the plan. Are, exactly. In the meantime, I'm going to be using all the Crescent boats, the new boats that are, uh, you know, going to come out here in the near future as well. Any of the, their stuff, the solo skiff, I'm going to be fishing out of all of those. Like big water, the solo skiff, the motor guide or a torpedo. Oh my goodness. You can move. So I'm excited to get some of those going. And, um, and the new crew, the new 13 footer, the new crew is awesome. So I'm going to put a motor on the back of that and see what it can do and just trick them out, you know, sort of to my style. So, you know, actually today, which I'll post it probably tomorrow, the next day, I actually do a walkthrough video of my light tackle, the, the Crescent light tackle that people have been asking. Show us how you customize yours because we noticed you, you know, you finished fourth in the Hobie Bass Open Series tournament. We could tell you made some customization. So I'll, I'll probably post a video about that. Just a quick and dirty little GoPro, you know, two, three minute video I made today at the uh, at the landing where we put it on the river. And you guys can check out how I customize it because it's nice to be able to have an 899 kayak that you can compete in these big tournaments and do well because they paddle well and you can customize them to trick them out to make them sort of your own. So I'm excited about all the entire line that Crescent has. And of course, my specialized line and where we can take it over the next, uh, you know, whatever, however, however many years, however many kayaks we can make together. So I'm pumped, man. I can't wait for you guys to follow along in the journey. I'm going to open the door and let you guys a little bit into our, our lives and see what's going on in the design. I mean, you can't give away, you know, too much stuff. But that's my plan, just on social media to kind of get back out there and and uh, give you guys just a glimpse, a little peek of what's going on in our lives and, and how we're making it happen at Crescent. I like it, man. Here's a good question uh, from one of our other hosts, man, Dan Perry. Uh, he's asking, is there anything current fishing or are there anything in current fishing kayaks that are missing that you want to incorporate in the new new model that you're thinking about putting out? See, that's a smart question, man. That's a smart question where he's trying to get me to like reveal some stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, let me like, give us know, some cliffhangers, like, man. Where's these teasers? <laughs> People want to know yeah. something. I'm trying to think. I mean, just I don't really know if I can even answer that question because then it's sort of like revealed stuff. But I've got. Let me just put this way. I've I've got some things that are very out of the box and kind of crazy. And at Jackson and, and everywhere, you know, I'm sure if it native and wilderness and Hobie and every manufacturer, Bonafide, you name it, man. Like they've they've been R and D and trying some stuff, mm -hmm. and you never saw it. The consumers never saw it because it didn't work. And we're not scared to mess around and try some stuff that's just unique and out of the box. And if it, if it doesn't work, it ends up on the cutting room floor. That's fine. But at least we tried it. You know what I mean? We're not under the pressure. Like, we got to have these boats out right away fast. It's just a little smaller company. And it's not the, this giant monster or anything where we got to, like, feed the monster, get this boat out, and get all this stuff done right away. We obviously want to get them done and get them done fast to, to make some money as well because this is a business. But sure. I, don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm under any sort of pressure for that. So I'm just going to try to do very – wild crazy unique out of the box stuff and and maybe uh, you'll see some of that stuff and maybe we prototype and it doesn't work and you won't see any crazy wild out of the box stuff but i'm maybe but you'll definitely see stuff that's unique and different even if it's not way way out of the box you're gonna see stuff you've never seen before i guarantee you that so until you show up with like a kayak with like no insignias on it like <clears throat> that four set of black cars I saw once in AZ just go buzzing by us on the highway like Fast and Furious. You know, I was like, what was that? Like, no markings, no nothing, just plain, like, matte black. Just, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> like, what's Drew on? I saw Drew, like, he's all of a sudden hiding with camouflage, you're, like, throwing shit. Sounds, <laughs> more the like the sounds more like Eric Jackson's Apex to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully, uh, 
Hopefully that works out too, man. That thing's a uh, crazy, cool, different, unique, and out of the box. Exactly what we're talking about, which is very yeah. much was yeah. you know, very much a Jackson sort of thing to sort of set some trends. So hopefully that works out, and uh, it's it's a pretty cool, unique watercraft. While while I'm kind of mentioning it, so that's what uh, that's what I respect about Eric Jackson. He's not afraid to like go and do something different, and that's where we kind of were just such a good fit. You know, while he was at Jackson as well, you know, we're just out of the box thinkers, and we're gonna try some new stuff, and it, we're not afraid to fail. You know what I mean? If it fails. Sure. Then, you know, a lot of people just kind of, oh, let's just be safe. But I'd rather take the risk and gamble and, and you know, maybe hit the hit it big, you know. I like it. Here's an extension of Jody Queen's comment. Is there going to be uh, some goose repellent spray on that guy? Come on, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, here's a funny story. Speaking of Jody, I tell you what, there, <laughs> there's no goose repellent spray, unfortunately. I can't guarantee the goose will not attack you on this kayak. I cannot. It cannot be a crescent guarantee. But. Jody Queen, Queen, I apologize. I tried to play defense against you at the Hobie Bass Open Series Susquehanna event. I pulled up to his campsite. He'll laugh about this because we always joke how you can't play defense in this sport. But honestly, I tried. I pulled up. I think it was uh, it was that Jay Wallen that was over there talking to him. And I got distracted. I was saying, hey, and I thought my vehicle was like in park. And I was still moving forward a little bit. And I just sort of love tapped his, uh, his bracket, this Torquedo bracket on his Hobie and, and on his trailer. <laughs> And I, and I hit into it. I was like, whoa, shoot. Oh, I didn't realize my car was still moving. I felt it's horrible. Okay. But I tried to play defense, but it didn't matter. He still won. He still won the freaking event. It's, a, it's just a Hobie, dude. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, silly. Drew guy. playing dirty. I like it. I like it. I like it. I tried to sabotage. Hoping you wouldn't notice, but. I like it. Next Somebody's got to do it. Blowtorch, man. Blowtorch. Yeah, I think that would win against any of ours. <laughs> Smelt that hole into yeah. a big pancake. Yeah. It won't take I love much. It. one little I'm hole. Gonna, I'm going to get in touch with line cutters. I'm going to put one on somewhere in my paddle, and I get close to somebody, and they got a big one on, I just swipe. Hey, what happened? Yeah, just know. so you know. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Some of us carry musky baits, dude. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Make my day. Yeah. <laughs> here. Oh, that's great. Sorry, was that technically was it in the rules and I couldn't do that? I'm sorry. I, I, I thought yeah. it was legal. It's like was you're gonna pull like an Ike and Alley, like fishing under a boat of another <laughs> like who was that? Yeah. I forget like who that was. Uh god, he's Van Dam, right? Didn't Van Dam like go ape shit on that? Like uh, I don't do know. that? I don't know, but I tell yeah, you I think what. it was Van Dam. You just he tossed right underneath him and caught a fish, and Van Dam went nuts. Under Van Dam's boat? Yeah, yeah, in one of the tournaments. That's you could funny, watch. Okay, so he was close enough where it pissed off Van Dam. I mean, he went right. Like they were beep, beep, beep. I remember doing <laughs> yeah. that once during pre-fishing. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> I think we've all done it. Brian does it regularly to me. Yeah, I mean, it is frustrating, man. When you. It is. When you get to a spot and a bunch of people are there and you know you're all there for the same reason, again, bringing up Jody Queen, him and I always seem to find each other in pre-fishing. We end up at the same spot. And, you know, we were pre-fishing on the Susquehanna River. And he was like, uh, and he's a good friend of mine. So it's, we have a good time with it. You know, he goes, is there a reason why you're, you were putting in here and why you're paddling upstream right now? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, it's like, is there a reason why you came in? I was like, well, yeah, there's a creek right up here, and there's a channel. He's like, yeah, that's why I'm coming up here. Like, we literally <laughs> found the exact same spot on the map, and that's exactly why we were both going to check it out. So it's uh, it's crazy, man. It just speaks to, I guess, 
that's a compliment. You know, he's such a good angler and a good dude. So if I'm in his area and, and he was going there for a reason, I guess I'm going to take that as a compliment. So heck yeah. It's all good. Jody Queen, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm getting spro thrown at me now. <laughs> that's great. I still want to see a pizza, man. I, I, I like the pizza. Did you guys catch any fish today? Maybe you can get like, you know, get jackassed in the face with like a fish. <laughs> you know, just bam. <laughs> <laughs> right, see? You, you got to get one of those goons to hold that, man. <laughs> what do I say? Here, I got a piece of pizza. This is like, uh, what's that guy from Barstool Sports? He does the pizza reviews. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, here we go. I'm gonna get this is what there you go. Let's go. Just remember to chew with your mouth open. People like that on the internet. The interweb is full of people who like little food for. Him. <laughs> like, Hang on, like, up a little bit. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you're kind of breaking up. There's no reason I'm lying. I don't know what's, what's up. Yeah, you're getting. Yeah, a little you're, bit. you're sounding a little robotic. Can yeah. you have like? Can you have Ken just fix the uh, rabbit ears on the antenna? I haven't seen Ken in eons. There we go. Look at that. There we go. He's like, whoa, I'm on camera. Oh, hey, guys. Just picking <laughs> up a tray. Look at this, a nice tray. I don't know why you guys are sounding so broken up. You're sounding better now. I tell you what, Drew, I'm going to kick you out of here, come back in, and uh, we'll reconnect with you, man. Well, he's having pizza. I want pizza. I mean, yeah, this is right. all I got is moonshine, bro. Oh, man. Well, it's interesting to hear what uh, what Drew's doing, and it's cool that Crescent's kind of given him uh, an open platform to kind of go his own direction, you know? I'm yeah. super stoked to see uh, what he comes up with, you know, obviously with all his work being put into the Kusa um, and we know how well that boat is done. You know, it's pretty cool to, uh, to kind of sit back and wait to see what Drew comes up with next. How can you see top if we got the him Kusa back HD though? I mean, it's yeah. just, that is a prime boat right there. Oh, there he is. Look at that sexy beast in the back. All I saw was a hairball with glasses. <laughs> so, so you, you come in? <laughs> Jay, Jay just brought up a good point. There how do is. you how do you beat the Coos HD? How do you beat the Coos HD? How do you beat the Coos HD? Like probably one of the dopest, you know. Well, let me tell you what, man. I'm gonna tell you what. Here's how you beat the Coos HD. So, nobody, if you asked him in 2009, what do you want on a fishing kayak, would have ever said, I want a little camp chair seat that moves high and low. Because it didn't exist. So, they didn't know, they never, no one ever thought about it. So, it didn't exist. And right now, there's things that don't exist that no one knows about that you don't know you need, just like this iPhone or the Android you have, you guys are watching with right now or using. You didn't know you needed it so bad until it was developed, right? Until it was created. You won't understand what, you know, you really will make your life better on the water until, you know, it actually is developed and made and you see it. Then you're like, oh, my goodness, I got to have one of those. So that's our philosophy. That's what I'm trying to do. And not in a like an arrogant way, but I just have some ideas and some things I think could be the next sort of, you know, level. 
that could work, uh, I mean, you know, for kayak fishing could help us become a little bit more efficient because if you think about it, how crazy is it that an Olympic swimmer shaves their hair? Dude, yeah. at some point they had to gain an extra half a second to win. And that's kind of where we're at with kayak fishing. You got to, we all have a lot of similar features, similar things. You got to keep innovating and make it better. Golf is no different. Golf's been around forever. Every driver they make golf, they come out with new stuff every year. And it's got some little new thing. And then all of a sudden the technology or something will change and something major will happen. And then a bunch of little new things and something major. We're never going to stop innovating. Technology is never going to stop. Look at the basketball world. You know what I mean? It went from power poles to spot lock. I mean, just no one would ever even said, I want a trolling motor that holds me with the GPS coordinate. Right. But now that it's there, you can't live without it. If you got a basketball, you just can't. If you're going to com- compete in, you know, tournaments or just whatever, want the best, you know, ability to catch the most fish, the biggest fish. So you get the idea. We're going to try to do cool stuff like that. So how do you beat the Coos HD? Hopefully you do a lot of the good good things about the Coos HD and you add on some more things that Coos HD doesn't have. Well, bringing up the motor, we got a quick question here, man. Uh, with both bow and stern mount mounted motors on the market, is there one you prefer over the other? And how do you design a kayak to be motor ready and with how quick the market is changing? I mean, you basically, I don't really, I don't, I would say I like a bow mounted if I had to like, you know, pick one just because the spot lock or, or your anchor, you know, I run a motor guy, so it's anchor feature. It, it, you know, keeps your boat pointed, you know, bow forward into the wind or into the current. Um, that's kind of why I prefer it. But, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with the, the stern mount either. And then a lot of the crescent boats are made where you can mount one easily. So if you're somebody who wants to go pick up, up a used, you know, Minn Kota or motor guide or whatever, just off the Craigslist and throw it on the back, it's just all about getting on the water and catching fish, having a good time and enjoying God's creation. So we don't really, you know, care how you utilize it, but it's there for, for that option. And then, of course, if you want to put a bow mount on, you can always DIY figure that out too, you know. So I'm excited to get a solo skip and put a bow mount on that one honestly and see how fast that goes and, and um, just see how that works in some big water you know right on right on i know there was uh one other question in the chat as well uh wondering if um you were going to put together a crescent protein i mean we we may or may not do something it's definitely gonna be different you know if you look at crescent just everyone go look at crescent's website look at Crescent's Instagram and look at the imagery, look at the brand and the culture that James and his team have developed. That is what I'm about to do. It's a, it's a lot of what James even tells me. He's like, man, it's, it's a lot of just be, getting lost in adventure in wild waters. And that's what you are, man. That's what you're about to. This is a perfect fit. <clears throat> Go look at all that, man. And that, that's, that's kind of, you know, what I would say. It doesn't, it's not speaking to like, oh, we're this tournament team with, you know, NASCAR logos everywhere and, it's not more about it. Can you can you be successful in our boats and tournaments? Yeah, of course you can. We want people to fish tournaments out of them and win and, and all that good stuff. And especially on my specialized line, which will be a little bit higher price point than the you know the, the line that's there now. I think it's going to be speak to a lot of tournament English, but we don't ever want to. There you go. You got the website right there. Yeah. Like you guys have done this before. It's almost like a pros. Or it's almost like you've done so, this before. Yeah. So. You can, yeah, idea, man. We're just about putting that out there. The image. Now, if our team is, we're never going to have a, a quote-unquote team of 
pro staff or people like that. This is not, it's not really a, you know, just a term that we're probably like, it fits best with this brand and this culture. But we might have a group of people that, you know, do some stuff for us or maybe we, I don't know if ambassadors, we call it something else. I'm not sure, but it's going to be super tight knit, small. Maybe our dealers can, can uh, grab some people that are sort of like paddle crescent for them. And then it's sort of, I don't know. It's very young in, in that sort of discussion with the brand. Right now, I'm just focused on obviously making a, a good good kayak, and um, and we'll let I guess all that kind of settle and it settle however it settles, and we'll we'll make the best of it. But you get the idea. I mean, that's sort of the brand. It's a lifestyle, and we're not trying to turn it into you know the next brand that that's only known for tournament anglers and hardcore this and this pro staff that. Uh, yeah, we're just about to get on the water. Doesn't matter, man. If you spend if you don't buy a crescent, cool. We just we're all about paddle sports, getting out of the water with your family, and, and made in the USA stuff, and supporting independent USA shops as well. So, yeah, I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, that's. I agree, man. That's uh, it's nice to get back to your roots and just kind of enjoy it for what it is. You know, that's I think that's missing huge in the industry. I mean, I know a lot of people are probably still thinking that, but <clears throat> you see some uh, jaded sides, and you're like, man, just relax, just. Go fish. Who cares? You know, it's like, just go for it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, we said we, I mean, we we told you this would be a very kickback kind of thing. So just do whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, no, but I agree within with you, reason. Yeah, you know, reason. No, but yeah. 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 I mean, again, this is a family show. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, you've already had a whopper prop, whopper plopper, and a spro thrown at you. I mean. Yep. You know, no telling what's coming next, man. Chicken wing could hit me in the face. I don't know. <laughs> but it would be like it would be so gnarly just to see a bunch of water hit him. Yeah. <laughs> he just like and then not even crack, like just just keep talking. Don't give him any, any ideas, man. Don't give. I was gonna ideas. say now he's now he's I'm building kind of, up the ideas. I'm kind of enjoying this. You know, <laughs> look, I'm that, now that to pay attention over my shoulder constantly. Like, what's, what's yeah, this? yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> Ken, just top it, bro. Whatever you can do, just top it. <laughs> hey, speaking of Ken, big shout out. Look at look on Crescent's Instagram. You're gonna see a big musky Kincot with me on the trip. I actually, got some good GoPro footage of it that I'll share at some point. Nice. But go check him out on the Instagram in a Crescent Life Tackle with a nice big muskies. Pretty cool shot. So that was a, a very memorable trip. On a uh, small small creek, actually, he got that muskie. Pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, are you guys um, still going to be doing your podcast episodes? I know you guys have been kind of on and off here and there, man. So yeah, what's... we're going to get back to a consistent. Now that I've got, you know, we like I said, we moved to Ohio uh, from North Carolina. Took us a while to sell the house, and we moved in with the in laws. Lived with my in laws for like five or six months. It was a long time, more more than you want to live with your in laws, but. Uh, I'm sure they, trust me, they feel the same way. And I've got like the coolest in-laws ever. So I'm, I mean, but you don't ever want to like, you know, have to move in with them. But we are moved into another house. Life's getting settled back in. So yeah, we're going to, now that I'm with Crescent, a lot of changes. We are, Ken and I are going to get back into the fold. I've been on him about it. Jay. He has been on about it. He, he's been on it. I knew he, I knew he would be. Yeah. So it's, guys, just pay attention here. It's the, if you're watching now, if you want to, uh, have another cool podcast besides this one to go check out and, and put on your list for kayak fishing. Hooked on Wild Waters is the name of our podcast, and we we just we talk about everything. We cover some of the tournaments. We I go into some ticks, tips and tactics. Hopefully not ticks. I don't want any ticks. I want 
Tips. And ticks aren't good. No. Ticks aren't good, man. We learned no, that no, no, no. from our uh, good friend Aaron Steiger, man. Yes, that's He's true. still kind of recoup guy. recouping from that, man. Absolutely, yeah. We, so, anyway, we, uh, we we cover a good bit of stuff. We're doing the Fantasy League. We've been updating. Ken, have you updated the latest standings? Or are we, we pretty much almost up to date? I have everything but the Delta Hobie Bass. So, the Hobie Bass Open on California Delta, those dollar amounts are not on there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's too late to enter. But next year, it's going to be, you know, we had a trial year with this fantasy kayak fishing. It's going to be huge. Let's, let's get, you know, Paddle and Finn involved in it. Let's get um, – Everybody involved in this thing is be really cool. And basically, what you do is is uh, you pick six anglers, and however much money they win in the Hobie Bass Open Series, the KBF. Um, well, it was the KBF Pro Series, but once COVID affected that, now we're going to use the KBF. Uh, re- I think the regional championships and the national championship, plus the ten, the ten invitational, anywhere, any of the bigger sort of like if you want to. Like I think on Tourney X is called the Elite Series, like the maybe yeah, like, yeah, like two hundred plus dollar entries, like the uh, obviously the Hook Hook Bassmaster uh, Nation Kayak Series, that that one counts. So any money from those events counts. So I know people win some money in the trail tournaments and stuff like that, but that's not the money we're tracking. We just can't. This is we're doing it for free, and it costs us like five hundred bucks. So if anybody wants to donate, help the cause, that'd be great. But anyway, we're doing it for you guys for free. And it's fantasy fishing. We're giving away some prizes, and it's it's pretty sweet. So you can pick your six anglers next year. I want we want to split it up into like maybe quarters or something like that. That way you can re- switch your your people up a little bit. You know your anglers. Mm-hmm. So and I think if you look now, there, it's kind of cool. There's a money list and, on the fantasy uh, kayak fishing, and you can see. I think I think Russ Snyder's has like the most money. Jody Queen's second. I think Russ Snyder's has made around twenty five thousand. Cody Milton's got to be up there too. Who's that? Yeah, it's twenty-three. Cody Milton. Cody's up there. He's got a, a good amount as well. I can't remember. Kid might be able to sort of look that up as we're going here. But anyway, it's pretty cool because it also keeps track of how much money people are actually making in this. So it's a kind of a cool little thing we got going on. So you guys check that out. But to get back to the original cool. question, the Hooked on Wild Waters podcast will be back. On a more consistent basis, I would say averaging one podcast at least every two weeks nice. or, or, or more. And, you know, we're just trying to be like you guys, man. We got, you know, I'm, just trying, I'm trying to design a boat and do all this other stuff and fish. And, you got a long ways to go to catch up to us, Drew. Like, just saying, bro. I know, man. Yeah. It's, it's rough. It's, I'm trying. Do it's hard best. being on top, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why I got to come on your podcast. I, like, and now if you take that extra, everyone's going to be like, dude, such a jackass. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be on the top. Kid, let's cut that soundbite out for our podcast. We're just gonna hit it. We're gonna hit it over yeah. when, uh, whenever we need to hit it. And then I mean, I don't want to Jay, Jay said it. It's already saved. It's already saved. He said it's already saved. Oh man, it's all good. It's all good. You're, You're in trouble, good. Jay. Come for us, bro. Come for Russ, us. Twenty-five. You know, Russ. Okay, here's the update. Can't get in. <laughs> Come on, Ken. Get in here. Right. So Russ oh. is at twenty-five thousand three hundred. And Jody is at well, I'm almost there at fifteen thousand four hundred and twenty. Where's Cody? Cody, this is an alphabetical order, so I have to like yeah, yeah, it's an alphabetical order. Cody Milton's at sixteen thousand one hundred and fifty. Sixteen thousand bucks, Cody. So far, there's a couple two thousand dollars in there. What's Drew Gregory at? Drew Gregory. Oh, three thousand bucks. EGP. Yeah, three thousand. <laughs> you hey, can retire now, bro. <laughs> Hey, three tournaments. That's not bad for three tournaments. For like no, a week. not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, for like a week. 
I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that, there's a couple, you know, between two and five thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, but the, the big, those were the big three. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Barry Davis. Barry Davis got five thousand, you know, five thousand yeah. something for his win. So yeah, just won at Bass Lacrosse. Yeah. Along last weekend on both the Bass and the uh, Hobie. Yeah. So, yeah. So that yeah, I mean, those are the top three for sure. Yeah. Cool. That's the update on that. But yeah, hooked on wild waters coming back, more consistent. Can't wait. I'm so excited about it. And uh, yeah. Well, you flashed a hat a second ago, and I know I got a few people in here asking river bassing. Yeah, dude. When when's it coming back? I'm telling you, I told this on Scott's podcast. All we got to do is is convince, and there really shouldn't be much convincing because here's what river bassing is. It's about growing the sport as a whole. Here we go. It's about growing the sport as a whole. And we are a pro. I'm really doing a bad job here. It showed you guys the logo. Everything's like opposite. I know. It is like opposite. I got to learn that. But growing the sport as a whole, we're pro. It's like Crescent. We're like pro everything. We're pro Cavia. We're pro Hobie. We're pro Bass. We're pro getting hooked on wild waters. That's what we're pro. Getting on a kayak. Doesn't matter if you're buying any of, if you're buying a $200 kayak, whatever. We're just pro all that. So, Basically, I mean, I, that's, I don't know. I guess that's the thing. River Bassin, I'm, we're pro all that. If they could somehow, this is my plea, somehow, because think about it. Bass did a tournament on the Mississippi River. So did Hobie. Hobie did one on the Susquehanna. They did one on the Coosa chain. Make two tournaments a year, you know, a River Bassin, you know, qualifier. And team it up with the Hobie, and we'll call it a River Bassin qualifier. Team it up with the KBF. Team it up with the Bass. That's six tournaments. And we'll get all my emails, everyone who fished river bass, and we'll get all those people to hopefully come, you know, more people fishing those events, which is better for everybody. More people, you know, uh, in the events is a win. It's a bigger purse. It's, you know, it's just better for the sport, right? So we're going to get more people there, help with that. And not, it's not that they won't fish other events as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they're definitely sure. going to be focused on those. And then at the end of that, we'll have sort of an angler of the year, river bass of the year standings. They'll all go to a championship. I'll put on one huge tournament, get get a bunch of prizes from all sponsors, not just Crescent. I mean, sure, Crescent will throw in a boat, but, I mean, everybody. We're so pro New Canoe, Wilderness, Native, like, Bonafide, you name it, dude. We're pro. Hobie, we're, we're excited about the whole sport, the whole industry. So there's enough, you know, room for all of us to have love for each other and promote the whole thing and, and just kind of the rising uh, tide raises all ships sort of thing. So that's my plan. If it works, if, if I talk to some people at, at all those, you know, um, I can talk to Steve. I can talk to AJ. I'm friends with all of them. Chad and Joe at KBF. I can talk to them all. If they'll, if they'll agree to it, I'm all about it, man. I think it would be awesome. And then we, on top of that, we could have like an online online tournament going year-round. You know what I'm saying? For river bassing. So you, you combine one online river bassing year-round and two, two tournaments in each of those pro level series right so that's six plus the seven with the online one and then the championship and it could be a lot of fun I'm telling you be cool interesting interesting yeah. well I, are we gonna see a season six hooked on wild waters dude that's the thing man i i can't really promise any more hooked on wild water seasons but what i can promise is the youtube channel is it, the name got changed back to just drew gregory and I can promise that I'm always on wild waters. I'm always fishing, you know, rivers. And 
I'm going to be editing my own stuff, getting, you know, little short videos of me just out there catching fish, whatever, editing my own stuff. And that's what you're going to see. You may not see a, a, like a production company, you know, producing and filming it, but you're going to see tournament recaps. You know, I've got some good footage from this uh, Hobie tournament I just fished on the Susquehanna. I'm going to throw it together at some point, or maybe it'll just be separate little clips on Instagram. But that's kind of my goal. It's just sort of, I'm still hooked on wild water, still doing all that stuff, but it's going to be more like me doing the editing, you know what I mean, rather than a production company. Just uh, I need time to sort of focus on my other projects, making a good boat, and still have time to spend with the family as well and, and, and my son and not be just overextended. That's that's not what we want at Crescent. We just we love uh, spending time with our family. So we want to have a company where we're not overextended. All of us there, we're, we're you know, selling enough boats to make a nice, nice little living here. But we spend time with the family, have enough time to get on the water, and actually paddle, not just stuck always in an office or in a factory or whatever. So, yeah, that's yeah. good, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. Uh, like I told you before, I mean, because you know we talk off offline. I was like, man, I was like, it it it'd be hard to match. It'd be interesting to see if somebody can come up with some kind of a an outline similar or maybe better. Who knows? But just follow that. I mean, like you 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 kept it pretty interesting on those shows, and it was cool. Um, you helped yep. me winter months. I'll have to say. Uh, I remember the girlfriend would always be making fun of me because she's like, is it Drew again? You know, I was like, yeah, it's Drew. <laughs> you know, this is coming from the same girl that like was, you know, having breakfast with you. She's like, she's like, guess who I'm having breakfast with? You know, and just like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm busy. <laughs> you know, but then Dude, she goes blazing awesome. around the, the big screen of the house. <laughs> I agree. Hooked on Wild Water's shows are like, I don't think I'm the best. So when I started in kayak fishing, 2009 when i started with jackson facebook really wasn't like a thing you know what i mean right. I don't know when it got yeah. a thing but all of a sudden it like took over my life some some point in the mid like 2010 the teens or whatever right 2013 14 i don't know but it wasn't a thing and um so that's what's changed i don't think i'm like the best i'm not the best social media dude because honestly i don't really care i don't want to be like the best yeah I want a life outside of being digital all the time. So you're not going to see me post the most and comment on everything. And it's just, to me, it feels like a time suck. I'd rather be out there in the background, making a cool kayak, making some videos, posting it. And I apologize. I mean, I can't keep up with it all, but I want to post stuff, but I can't get back to everything. I feel like dude, Scott Butcher, I don't know how he's constantly like on, you know, you guys, I mean, y'all, I mean, that's what you guys do. You know what I mean? You're pros at it. You're just always on there posting commenting making stuff happen i'm impressed man because i just want to be like put the phone away just and, and not worry about it but um so that's kind of i guess my thoughts on the whole hooked on wild waters and, and the production of it i think it could have been better had i been better at social media and posted more about it i just don't think i was the best at it where you got kids with gopros out there mm-hmm. just constantly posting and promoting and pumping up their stuff and they're getting all these right. views and and I'm spending, you know, a good amount of money. And we, and like you guys, everyone says exactly what you guys said, but it, and, but it doesn't matter. It's like, I'm not constantly posting as many videos, you know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. but the production quality and the shows are so amazing. You guys, you go back yeah. and watch them. A good, a good friends, Mike and Brandon, you know, they, they made the show. Brandon was our uh, videographer and editor did it all. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. I have one on the Susquehanna River right here, and it was a great episode. There's tons of them, five seasons, so it's a good thing to go stream and 
Um, you know, I guess if you you have some downtime in the winter, like you're saying, Jay. Yeah. They're, they're so entertaining. They're great. They're just so well done. But it's sure. I wish people could be a fly on the wall and see how those things are made because it is not easy. Not oh, I know. I've I've seen some of the stuff you've let through, and I'm like, wow. You know, just you know the the generators and the battery packs and. You know, you got the reflector, you know, the, the the light reflector, and all that crazy stuff. I'm like, and me and Brian know a little bit too. I mean, you know, we run a pretty high quality show sometimes. <laughs> you know. But and like just that little bit that goes into that, we're just like, let's just, let's just go fish. Like, let's go. I know. You know? <laughs> well, I think I think you talked about it on Hooked on Wild Waters podcast, and I think Ken actually had asked you the question, like Drew, when was the last time you went out and just fished for fun, fished for Drew? Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I thought that was very interesting when I heard that. And we may have talked about that last time we had you on the podcast, man. But yeah, we may have. I I think that's the thing is you know a lot of people think. Uh, making it in the industry is what you were doing. But at the same time, um, you know, they don't know the kind of work and effort that goes into what you were doing and what you do in general. I mean, you're a busy dude, man. Yeah. It's so much work. I mean, so much work now fishing just for me. What's cool with what I do now is I fish these tournaments. I pre-fish and I can get content for all my sponsors for, and get, ideas in my head going staying on the water and staying fresh with new it gives you new ideas how can i sure. solve this problem how can i do mm-hmm. that uh with the pre-fishing and i film and i whatever mm-hmm. and the tournaments i try to run at least one gopro as well but tournaments and the pre-fishing experience is really where you know i have a battery pack that runs a gopro all day so i just hit it and go that's when i actually that's what i enjoy now about what i do i get to fish for drew mm-hmm. like yourself like ken will say i get to finally like just go fishing and not worry about the production about the lighting. Oh, the lighting's bad. You got to turn the cut, you know, the fish this way. No, don't land it up there. With the lighting's not good. It's like, oh my goodness. But it, but it really made a better show. I mean, it really yeah. does. If you actually see what's going on, it's all about. If you don't see it, and if the camera can't get it, it, it didn't happen. It doesn't matter if you catch a yeah. six pounder. It never happened. No one right. can see this holding a six pounder up. Like, oh, I got a six pounder. It doesn't matter. If you didn't yeah. see it in exact in the best lighting and the best situation and the right distance and everything looks perfect. It's just, which is very hard to pull off, man. It's very hard with obviously the pressure and the cameras, and then and then your camera boats can only go so many places, and yep. you know, just they're only they're filming most of the best best they can, you know, most of the time. It's just it's just super challenge. But I'm excited about what I do now. Uh, you know, it's taken a while to figure out the right formula, the right format, fishing tournaments for myself with the GoPros, putting that content out for you guys as good video content. And getting that time to think about what I want to develop next with kayaks is great. And getting some, you know, hopefully doing some some good, some good finishes, seeing my friends, getting some a little bit of media exposure, whatever comes from doing well in a tournament. But then going back and putting it all into an awesome kayak and putting it up for you guys is kind of a nice little little format we got going because it's way more fun. And those tournaments, I'm telling you, I'm just like, I feel like a kid again. I'm just slinging as fast as I can to worry about. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're not there right now. Oh, we got to change the battery. Stop. Don't fish anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I just want to fish, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think me and Brian were just talking about it too. It's like, man, we wish we had like an intern. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would just make things so much easier if you didn't have to worry about any of that stuff that comes with that. You could just like do your thing. And, you yeah. know, and then, and then too, I'm sure you feel like it. Sometimes it's like, even though it was kind of natural, it it's almost like it's scripted. 
Because you're like, oh, I gotta do it again. Yeah. You're just like, and it's not like it's not as natural. It's not yeah, as like it's genuine and natural. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think uh, you know Greg Blanchard does a good job of being super genuine and natural with his, yeah. his stuff. And what he does is sort of, you know, that's that's kind of his thing. What he's doing, I'm gonna do a little bit of that, but it you know won't be quite as is I guess as extensive as he does because I'm also mm-hmm. trying to you know do a full time thing over here with Crescent and everything else, but. Yeah, it's hard. I know it's hard, man. I'm too ADD to sit down and edit. Like I'll film. I tell Brian I'll film all day long. Like I can actually get through that part, but yeah, as soon as you got to sit down in front of the computer, I got problems. It's tough. All all of a sudden, I want to like, I want to hang something, you know, on the wall, or I want to go fix something that I like been putting off. I'd rather do that than like edit anything. Yeah, you know. So. uh so what else, man? I mean, how, how's the fishing been, dude? Like, you know, you you took fourth, right? Yeah, I took fourth in the tournament. It was a, a you know good event. Um, you know, I could I can look at it a couple ways. I mean, I had four fish that final day that could have won the tournament easily because I was in second place after day one. So I felt like I was in a really good position. It was sort of mine and Stephen Sisto's who was just ahead of me by half an inch to lose. But you know, I ended up with 82 and a half inches, I think, that final day, and I missed like four fish that would have given me the win. But on the flip side, I didn't catch my 18-inch fish until probably like, you know, 132. So I very easily could have had much, much less. But the fishing was um, very interesting. The Susquehanna River is very low right now. These big females are very isolated. Like, you know, if you get to an area behind a very obvious shoal or somewhere where, where you know, small would like to hang, there's a bunch of males and you're catching small ones, you got to move because that's all that's there. The big females were on any water that still had some wood or any big boulders out in the middle or places that had moderate current to, you know, maybe one and a half, two foot of water, moderate current. And it's just a random log in the middle, boulder in the middle. They're just randomly out there. So you kind of had to really target those. And I was catching most of them on a spinnerbait, a whopper plopper, you know, caught some of the Z-Man streaks. It was a good follow-up, the buzzbait. Um, you know, it was just a fun event, and you just had to really, really search for those big females that were definitely not holding where all the, the normal, necessarily the normal smallmouth spots were. So, and, and honestly, I mean, I, it was the first Hobie Bass Open Series I finally was able to get to, just so many reasons. You know, I was I got sick right before Seminole. Lake Erie got canceled. It's just one after another. The, the one on uh, uh, lacrosse, I missed that one, um, and I ended up just choosing – you know, choosing to come over here and uh, and fish the one on the Susquehanna because it's closer to where I live now in Ohio, and it was awesome, man. They did a good job, so kudos to them. It's amazing that we have such, you know, our industry has so many good outlets to for those of us who want to fish more of the quote unquote, you know, like it says on Tourney X Elite Series tournaments. We've got bass, we've got you know KVF, we've got Hobie Bass Open Series. You can take your pick. It's pretty cool, man. So we're all blessed, and a huge thanks to every one of those um, you know organizations that put that on because obviously you guys know I ran the river bass and tournament trail for like 10 years. No sure. one probably understands more than I do how hard that is. It's so hard, so hard. It's not, it's not fun. The only, there's only one thing that's fun about it. And I'll probably all tell you what's the one thing that's fun about it. It's putting smiles on people's faces and being able to award them that check or those prizes and making their, we're making their day and their life. Sometimes that's like, mm-hmm. it was so hard to leave that, you know, especially at river bass and we had that cool two man team division very laid back, very fun, and it was very inviting to people that were just sort of like, you know, I don't know about these tournaments, if I'm really into this or competitive, but 
it's not about being competitive against the other anglers. It's just about going out and fishing and being competitive, maybe with yourself and see how good you can catch those fish. Because like we talked about earlier, you can't play defense anyway. So it's cool because you get to be friends with the people you're fishing against because there's no reason not to be. You can't you can't play defense. I mean, so it's a unique thing that our sport has, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Love it, Drew, man. We uh, we'll let you get to your pizza, man. It's it's already been an hour, so we'll give you the floor, man. Any last words? Any <laughs> anything else you'd like to throw out there, my man? Oh man, I don't know. I think we've covered pretty much all of it. Obviously, uh, yeah, I'm back. Here we go. We See now, the now they're coming out. Like really, it's been a whole hour, guys. Yeah, just, <laughs> he had too much to say. Hey, I just wanted to say you can't rip a lip till you pop a dip. <laughs> 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 Love it. And that's the end of our show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's some people's philosophy. So there you go. Put that on a bumper sticker and, uh, and yeah. roll with it. But uh, yeah, hey, roll out the red carpet. No, I mean, just huge thanks to, you know, just like I've already said, Jackson Kike, the team members over there, everyone, much love for them. And, uh, you know, I wish them uh, obviously the best. They, they still do a lot of really cool stuff. Obviously, they make a lot of great boats and they're. They're not going anywhere, man. So huge thanks to everybody at Jackson and, and a lot of love for them. And then also just want to thank, uh, you know, some of my more, uh, I don't know, just not bigger sponsors, but some of the ones that really, really have been, been great to me. You know, Realtree Fishing this year, um, they wanted to, to be a part of what I'm doing. And, and I'm super, you know, just thankful to them. Um, Z-Man, you know, Benning Branches, Yak Attack. I mean, gosh, I could go on and on. Um, you know, Anchor Wizard, Fish USA. There's just so many people I need. I can thank. You guys, just follow along on Instagram. That's where you're going to see it all. Just follow along on Instagram, and uh, um, Under Armour GoPro. Um, I don't know. I'm going to forget Smith Optics, Thirteen Fishing, oh, yeah. Portland Line. It's just <laughs> follow along on Instagram, guys. You'll see all this stuff in action. Hooked in Wild Waters podcast with Ken. We talk about it all. Um, and uh, just get out there and just go adventure. Just go have some adventures on wild waters because that's that's the reason why I got in the kayak. And hopefully it's the reason why most of you guys got in the kayak. You're going to get exercise. You're going to get the unpressured fish. There's just no negative to this sport. You're going to make new friends. And even in the tournaments, everyone's, like I said, you can't play defense. Everyone's super friendly and cool. So paddle sports is awesome. I'm proud to be a part of it and work in this industry. We may not. We will never be millionaires, but I feel like I'm a millionaire just from being able to be friends with guys like you. So thanks for all you guys do and um, look forward to He pointed at me, dude. He pointed at me. I did? It's it's only because he was going opposite. He think, he, remember, the camera inverts everything. He was actually pointing at me. I didn't want to say anything, but I'll let you have that guy. <laughs> oh, Drew, man. Go hit the water sometime, guys. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely man. Man. We'll make some time for you, dude, for sure. We didn't invite you up to like Illinois, but nobody ever accepts that invitation. <laughs> you know, we always end up going to Wisconsin or going somewhere else. I'm down with that, dude. I'll be able to Wisconsin. I'll go to Lake Sinclair, wherever, man. Yeah, see how he said he's not from Wisconsin? Still not come into <laughs> Illinois. No, I mean, There's we got three-eyed fish. fish. It's none of these characters. There is. There can is. Fish, can I meet up with you guys and fish in Illinois and then on my way to, to Wisconsin to fish in yeah. Wisconsin? So I you got to drive right past my house to get to Wisconsin, bro. This is true. This is true. I'm going to have, like, a roadblock. I'm going to hire okay. some people. You know, <laughs> Look, how about we get you on some pike? You can catch a real fish. 
Dude, I almost had a giant muskie, and muskie was waking my bait. I mean, this thing was huge today. Why? It was waking it. And it was a light wire spinnerbait, so if he hit this thing, I don't even know what I was going to do. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. microphone is living up north now, catching more pike and, and some muskies. It's going to be a good time. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well thanks, thanks again, Drew. Out. We yeah. appreciate you, brother. All right. Sounds good, guys. Hey, you know what? I, I mentioned earlier, but obviously – talking about thinking people we're all rolling the red carpet i gotta thank my wife for what she does while i'm away uh, yep. taking care of little theo gotta thank that and um you know again i've mentioned this before but you know, my in-laws let us stay with them for like five or six months so you know huge thanks to them thanks to all my family on the gregory side as well for all their support thanks to all of the you guys that follow what i do out there uh, i'm just trying to make the best and coolest products for you guys out there and the, the coolest content and I'd love to hear from you guys on social media and all that, all that good stuff. So thanks you guys for following along to what I, what I do and uh, kind of wear my heart on my sleeve sometimes. And I'll see you at tournaments. Um, I'll be back out there now. I'm really excited about the new chapter that I'm starting. So thank you guys for having me on the podcast. And Absolutely. Uh, again, we'll, we'll try to hit the water sometime. All right, Drew. Yeah, buddy. Right, thanks, brother. Go yeah. get some pizza. We'll I'm talk to you. Crush it. Crush it. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, that was perfect. That was awesome. That was perfect. Been better timing to like that cut was a great out. ending. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, I love Drew Gregory, man. It's yeah. always good to talk to him, dude. And he's, uh, he's funny. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I know we got some folks in here waiting for the results from the live bracket tournament that we finally finished off. Congrats to Sam Jones. On being the angler of the pod, he beat Mister Dustin Nichols out of Texas this past Sunday. Dude, that is crazy. If you took Nichols, I mean, that dude's got like that well, stuff's like in the bag. Nichols was uh, battling some heat, bro. Hundred and two you know, degrees. That's like his regular life, though. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Like, these guys are like, come to Texas. I'm like, hell no, I'll melt. Yeah. Like I'm like super creamy. Yeah. yeah. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we did is, uh, is uh, you know, when when this whole COVID thing hit and, um, you know, we were coming up with ways to entertain folks that were stuck at home and all that good stuff, man, uh, we came up with this concept. You guys and gals, the listeners, got to fill out a bracket who you thought was going to be the angler of the pod. And uh, now that it's over, we finally have the winners. Top seven got paid out. That's a shit, uh, bad drum roll. <laughs> in seventh place, <laughs> in seventh place, Mike Francis. <sighs> that was a bad like crowd cheer. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we, uh... In sixth place, in sixth place, we got Alex Hernandez. Fifth place, Donald Mess. Fourth place. Jason Rathbun, third place, my homie from Illinois, Mr. FBI Warning, Joel Scarborough. <laughs> Second place, Josh Cravens, and our first place winner with almost a near perfect bracket. You only missed two matches, Mr. Chris Anderson from Ohio. Oh, man. 
So, gentlemen, uh, if you won, please message the Paddle and Fin podcast Facebook page or email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com with your address so we can get you some prizes, get you some goodies. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everybody who participated. Can't thank everybody enough for all their love and support. There you go. Any final thoughts, Mr. J. Randall? No. As usual, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting month. It's been an interesting Oh, year. wait. We have something going down. We're not going to say. I teased earlier. Yeah, nah. If nobody say? knows, you should nah. follow my social media. Just saying. Yeah, follow us on Instagram like Drew. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> At b.chiller underscore. Get ready, boys and girls. Yeah, we'll just say we're roguing it up. Rogan. We're roguing it up. Yeah, I like that. Watch out, Joe Rogan. That's right. Watch out. Watch out. That's right. I mean, you know, we're going (laughs) to get you. And I can't even do that. Till next time, boys and girls. (laughs) (laughs) Tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle and Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.